Now on to the meat of the evening, Christine. Yes, ma'am. Hello. Hey, baby. How are you? I am doing fabulous. Thank you. How are you this evening? I'm great now. Listen, I I forgot to mention, we do have a chat room at WDGPRadio.net. If you're on the website, just click on the chat room, come right on in, and you can participate in the conversation with us that way. Uh, Also, you can tune in, because I saw some people were having a little trouble on their phone. If you're using your phone or your tablet, you can tune in via the TuneIn app out of the Google Store or the uh, Apple Store. Okay? All right. Now that I've gotten that out of the way, my darling, it is so wonderful to have you here. I'm so excited to let the people know all about who Christine Jackson is. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I'm very overwhelmed. I'm very overwhelmed and very honored by the amount of accolades you have given me. And, um, you know, you don't really realize when you're doing what you love to do and it all starts happening so quickly and things start to happen, and the floodgates start to open. You're so busy just trying to do what you do, you don't really realize the impact sometimes that you're having Mm -hmm. or some of the things that other people see. So when you get flooded with these accolades, you're like, wow, it's a very surreal experience. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sure you're going to get a lot more throughout your career here. Okay, so let's start from the beginning, okay? Christine, um you went through something that kind of set you back a little bit for a little while yeah. until you got yourself together. So why don't you go ahead and tell us all about that? You know, how, how, what my pleasure, my pleasure. I, I do like to share my story as often as I can. And it's not for the purpose of look at me or look what I have done. Um, because, you know, there are some ugly truths and some very painful moments and it was a very dark time in my life. However, if through that I can be able to, to inspire somebody else to take back the wheel of their life and take back control, then it was very well spent. It was time that was very well spent. Um, so with me, essentially, you know, I've always been a pretty much a go-getter. Um, I've never been, you know, a very thin girl. <laughs> However, um, you know, I, I waited and I had my son at a later age. And um, when he was about 18 months old, he was diagnosed with severe autism. I did not know what that was. In fact, the day that I got the diagnosis, um, I had an anxiety attack and fainted because I had no idea what was happening. So that then spiraled into uh, a very, very dark place where, of course, as any other parent, you do the right thing and you throw yourself into the world of his diagnosis, his autism, not realizing that I was really clinically depressed but undiagnosed. Mm -hmm. So that being said, I was neglecting my own health to the point that one day I woke up and I couldn't walk, and I realized um, upon going to numerous doctors that uh, my morbid obesity had worn out the cartilage in both of my knees. And so at that point I was confined to a wheelchair, and I was at over 350-plus pounds. Mm -hmm. So it had gotten to be to that type of severity that I didn't even realize what was happening to me. So that was pretty much my pivotal and aha moment when I could not get out of a wheelchair to take care of my special needs son. Mm -hmm. And I could not do daily normal living functions, not only to take care of him, to take care of myself. I was also told by multiple doctors that I was a ticking time bomb. I was going to die and I was going to die early. 
So at that point, I said, you know, I've dedicated all this time into helping my son. However, how could I fix my mouth to say I love my son so much when I was prepared to leave him to this world alone and uncared for should I die early? So that was my pivotal moment to take back the wheel of my life and just be able to do enough so that I could physically be capable to take care of him. So that one thing, one thing led to another. And, you know, I am now 150 plus pounds lighter. And then during the course of that journey, things started happening and I started transforming, not even just physically, but mentally, emotionally, and, and spiritually, because I found a new newfound confidence. Um, I started flushing toxic things, toxic behaviors, and toxic people out of my life. And once you start flushing the portals of the toxicity, what starts to happen is all of your blessings start to come through. And when you stop focusing on the negative actions and negative things in your life, positive things start happening. So <clears throat> that being said, that then led me into the fitness world, oddly enough. And I started teaming up with people in the fitness industry and started helping them just out of the good nature of my heart that then transpired into doing PR work, business to business, that has now transpired into I have my own PR firm. Um, a couple of years later, I met Zach Caesar, who is now an entrepreneur himself, and getting ready to open up a 219-acre entertainment facility in Atlanta, Georgia, and now find myself the president over the REG Foundation. So one thing kind of morphed to another, to another, to another, but it all really began with changing my mindset. And, and that's basically what has happened in yeah, a nutshell. And that, that's a lot it. To yes, it's a lot. But let me just say, I, I didn't know any of that when I first uh, spoke with Christine. All I knew is, my God, this woman is a dynamo. Listen, to, I mean, everything she said was on point and on target, um, almost like she was in my head echoing my thoughts you know and right. it's amazing i love it when that happens because you know we have a connection forever regardless of where we go or who we become or don't become Correct. we'll always be connected in that way and i i love it you know after i met you i had to go do a blog post <laughs> about <laughs> about it on my um on your domain uh blog but anyway I just wanted to say that I'm so glad I met you, and I'm so glad that Zach, Zach has been a friend of mine for a long time, maybe about six or seven years now. And through Beautiful. him, I met his cousin, Bam, and right. who is also so talented and so amazing in and of himself. And, and the two of them formed um, uh, REG Entertainment. Yes. And yes, the revolutionary entertainment. Revolutionary, yes. yes. And um, you know, I'm so proud of them. I, I kinda adopted them as my my nephews, you know, if you will. But um I'm so proud of them and now they have teamed up with this lady, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's very it's very interesting the way that it all happened. And this is what I'm talking about when, when, you know, when we talk about the laws of the universe and, you know, and everybody talks about the secret, it is very true and it is very real. And I am a living testimony to that. And as you can see, what happens once you start to embrace, okay, the laws of attraction and you start to apply 
very basic, very simple principles into your life. It is amazing how it starts to ebb and flow, and one connection will lead to another, will lead to another. So all of this is pretty much has been predestined as part of, you know, whatever your belief is. You know, my personal belief is this is predestined for me by God from a long, long time ago, Mm -hmm. but I had to be mentally, emotionally, and spiritually awakened in order to be prepared to accept it. If you're not prepared to accept it and your eyes aren't open, it's not going to come until you have an awakening and your eyes are open. That's right. That's right. And it's all it all starts with when you do the work on yourself, like changing yes. your mindset. Like Christine said, you know, just starting to get rid of all the negativity and, you know, negative people, negative places, negative things. Just stay away from it. You know, um, work on your personal relationship with your yes. higher power, whatever you should call yes. that higher power. You know, just work on that personal relationship for me is God you know every day I'm talking to him I'm I'm you know I'm telling him I'm open I'm ready whatever he has whatever path he has for me I'm ready you know and and it's for me it's been the same way as it has been for you Christine it's like doors just open people just appear you know yes and it's, yes it's, it's the right people will appear and the ones that need to go will, will go, go. Um, I was just talking to Zach about this today, and, and we are the type of people, though, we never regret any past circumstance. We never mm-hmm. regret any, you know, previous person that has maybe come in or out of our life, and right. you shouldn't, because mm-hmm. for whatever the reason they were there, they were exactly what you needed at, at that, that time. Yes. And that's having that maturity, that spiritual maturity and discernment to know the difference. Yes, right. And And how do you get that? You get that by... Uh, honing your your crafts by listening to your um, the Almighty when He speaks to you when He it's it's almost like okay we have intuition and to me that intuition is God to me that Correct. that's what I call that, it yes. your so, gut instinct that's yes. what I'm telling you and whenever you need to listen <laughs> right when it because you know and th- that's something I had to learn you know throughout my life as well is that when you when you have that feeling that intuition that's what you should do and what i found was whenever i didn't listen to it that's when i had problems that's when i faced hardship or more hardship because you still have hardship no matter what your mindset is it's coming because you need to be honed you know you need to learn something from each experience that you have and and that's why we have them you know and that's why we have uh uh what we call obstacles in our path the main thing the main thing is just to be open just to stay positive and stay grounded you know and you know it it, sometimes the the negativity comes right from your family and your friends um you know and you have Have to experience and, and i'm sure a lot of people will experience this um, you know, and, and don't be discouraged. Absolutely do not be discouraged. You know, and, it's, and I told Six, Six B today, you know, one of the other new up-and-coming artists in the RNG label that is going to be on your show, he's a phenomenal young man. And it's very refreshing to see a younger generation coming up, especially in the hip-hop industry, that are allowing themselves to be mentored by people who have a little bit of wisdom. And, you know, and I said, you know what, be thankful for the haters. Absolutely be thankful for the haters because without the haters, you wouldn't be able to have the come up. Right. You just wouldn't. It wouldn't be a come up. Everything would just be handed to you. It would be easy. There would be no such thing. You would never be able to appreciate it. So when you ask for things, you shouldn't ask for like specific things. What you need to be asking for is the discernment to know which things are appropriate to mm-hmm. go ahead and accept mm-hmm. and absorb into your life and which things need to go ahead and just be given the path. Right. Right. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> so true. You know, very true. Um, take yourself because now let's let's talk about what it is you actually do. You 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 do PR, but how did you come Ooh, to what be? What don't I do? <laughs> I know. Right? <laughs> she with many hats. <laughs> <laughs> yes. One thing has morphed into another and to another just through a conversation with you. Um, you know, we had vibed together so well and spoke the same language. We're finishing the same thoughts and it, it never fails. Every single time I get connected with somebody and it's just, it's just very, um, nothing I had planned on, but nothing is happenstance. Even though you don't plan on it, right. nothing is just happenstance. Everything happens for a reason and it never fails. Every single time I have a new connection, there's continuously a new endeavor that's coming out of it, a new project that's coming out of it. Uh I have so many multiple projects underneath my hat right now. (laughs) Sometimes I I sit back and I'm scratching my head going, I don't even know how I'm doing this, but I'm doing it. Right. That's right. So you just kind of just go with it. So, yes, I do. um, I do PR work. I do a lot of PR work. Um, some of my, my PR clients, I do a lot of business to business. One of my PR clients, I work with um, Alicia Marie, who is a celebrity at, on all different levels. She started off as a celebrity fitness model, and she has branched off into a lot of other areas. Um, she's had some reality shows that she's been on. So she's a phenomenal woman, and she thinks along the same lines as we do. So I've been very blessed in the fact whoever I have been connected with to endeavor with, Mm-hmm. we think the same. And mm-hmm. I think that also goes back to, I hate to sound cliche, but, you know, they say real recognizes real. Yeah. And it's just one of those things you begin to attract. What you think upon, you manifest. What you manifest Amen. is what you attract. Yes. As far as the people who are around you, automatically, that is who's going to come to you. Mm-hmm. Like-minded people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, it, it's the same thing, you know, and sometimes people, and you know, I always try to keep a smile on my face, regardless of what I may be going through, I always try to smile. And I have people say to me, you smile all the time, your life must be a breeze. <laughs> and I, I start to <laughs> laugh because they don't even understand that when right. you try to stay positive and be pleasant with people, that's when people what you're what you're attracting will gravitate towards you and good things will happen like i Absolutely. um i I've, I've been a nurse for 39 years almost 40 years in june it'll be wow. 40 but um you know i had uh decided that i was going to give it up because you know i'm doing so much with the radio station and with children's world of music and i'm doing right. other things to bring income you know, into my household and nursing, I love it, but it wears on your body. Okay. And yes, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a little, I'm not a little girl either. And so I'm, I'm having mm-hmm. a lot of those problems with the cartilage and things in my, in my joints. And, and, right. you know, I've, I've had several injuries, you know, back injuries and that kind of thing. And so I had decided that I was going to give nursing up. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I love it. It's it's part of who I am. I'm a giver. I'm a. I like to make people comfortable, if you will. And um, right. right. And so, I uh, I did give it up for eh, a couple of months, maybe. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, I, something's missing, and and so I decided that I was going to 
go back into it part time and I didn't really care what it was. I knew I wouldn't start, you know, with the salary that I had and especially if I'm going to be part time. Right. And um there was this there's this nursing home that's uh well, a skilled nursing facility that's not that far from where I live and I knew about it cuz I actually worked at another uh sniff that's fairly close to that one. So I I kept driving by and I said, you know what, I need to go in and put in an application. As a matter of fact, I drove up to the uh, parking lot twice, but I never got out the car. I had my resume in hand, but I was like, let me go online and first and see how they do things. Because I know a lot of places now don't want you to just walk in. They want you to Mm -hmm. fill out the, the application online and what have you. So I went online and lo and behold, they had one position listed. It was a part-time position <laughs> at this facility because there are like 13 or 14 of them, but they're all in Baltimore, and I'm closer to – I'm on the other side of D.C. from Baltimore. So Right. Um, Which I used to live there, by the way. I, I know that area, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I, I uh, filled out the application online, and the very next day I got a call, and I said, you know, I know that ain't nothing but you, God, right? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. I, I went up and I I got the job. You know, the interview was not really an interview. I sat with the D.O.N. and we talked. And she said, well, as far as I'm concerned, you have the job. When do you want to start? Wow. <laughs> that was it. And um, since I've been there, I feel so much appreciation, if you will. Right. You know? Right. The last job and I had, I didn't. It's, it's how, what makes you happy? Right. What, what makes I, you I happy? didn't have this at, at my last uh, employer. I didn't feel like I was needed or wanted or appreciated. And I get all of that at this facility. So mm-hmm. needless to say, part-time has turned into pretty much full-time because they call me all the time. And I do, I wear a lot of different hats there too, because one thing yeah. I like is versatility. I don't like doing the same thing every day, day in, day out. And I get to have that. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and the people, like I said, they, they, of course there's some haters there. They're always haters, as you know, but um, mm-hmm. for the most part, for the people who count, they love me. Okay. I feel when I leave there, I feel like I'm home. I mean, you know, when I go right. there, when I leave my house and go there, I feel like I'm still home because there's, such a good vibe you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and and that's what I like I like to enjoy my work because you know let's face it we have to work you know we need right. income of course. Of you know course. we like of having course. places to live and nice clothes to wear etc cetera, etc cetera. so you have to work for somebody somehow even if you're working for yourself as a matter of fact if you're working for yourself you're really working hard Oh, when you work for yourself, you work. I work around the clock. I know, right? It never is. I work around the clock. I have clients that are, you know, you know, I have some clients that are over there on the West Coast, so they're three hours behind. So, you know, when it's a nine or ten o'clock here, you know, they're three hours behind. So that's when a lot of my conversations happen, a mm-hmm. lot of emails, some of my Same biggest deals go down. You know, it's after nine o'clock at night, and mm-hmm. in between that, you know, taking care of my son because, like, you know, mom first. Mm-hmm. That is my first and foremost responsibility is making sure that my son is well taken care of and mm-hmm. what his needs are met. But the thing is, is that, you know, in, in life, we have to realize that life is cause and effect. And you can go your life 
you know, always playing the victim, or you can go your life just knowing that it's cause and effect, that you make the rules. Exactly. If, you know, if you're going into a job every day that you don't like, who's making you go there? Thank you can you. change the rules change and it. see yourself out into another job that, that, that you would like to do. And, I, and also understand that sometimes, you know, there are situations, but know the difference between a situation and a condition. I mean, you mm-hmm. could always change a situation, but a condition is a condition. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, is that, you know, sometimes we have to do what we have to do before we are able to do what we love to do. And as yes. long as you are always aspiring with the intentions of being able to do what you love to do, what comes natural, what you are passionate about, it will happen, but you have to have the appropriate mindset. It doesn't matter what type of formal education you have. You can have all of these, you know, million degrees in the world and, you know, graduate summa cum laude, but it doesn't matter if you have an inappropriate mindset, that education means absolutely nothing. Exactly. You know, and a lot of people don't don't realize this, and I say it all the time because I want people to know your mind is the most powerful tool in the universe. Okay. Absolutely. And do you realize that most of us don't even use 10% of our brain power in our no, lifetime? Okay. So just imagine, you know, it, how you, if you think something, and, and this is true. I'm proof. Christine's proof. I have other friends who are proof. If you think it, okay, then you will begin to do it. Okay, and when you do it, then you become successful at what it is you're doing and you see your dreams manifest themselves in the natural. It it is absolutely true because whatever you fixate upon in your mind has no choice but to manifest itself, whether that be the negative or whether that be the positive. positive. And people like to think it's some cosmic thing. It's really not a cosmic supernatural thing is actually scientifically common sense. Mm-hmm. If every situation that you go into in life, it doesn't matter whether it's personal, whether you're looking at something else, if you continuously focus on the negative aspects of it, that is get. what's going to continually <laughs> manifest itself yep. into your life because that is what you are physically paying attention to. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing, well, the positive side of it or how you can skirt around it. If you automatically go to the negative, that is what's going to continually focus into your life because that's what you're focusing on. Mm -hmm. So, of course, that's all you're ever going to see. That is not even anything cosmic. That's common sense. That's common sense, which is not common, unfortunately. But that's what it is. And we're we're here. Common sense is not that common. Right. We're here tonight (laughs) to try to help folks to help you understand you need to change your mindset. If you want to be successful, you have to think as successful people think and do the things that successful people do and you can translate that into whatever aspect of your life you need to be it your work your being an entrepreneur uh, being a wife being a housewife being a whatever it is a mom whatever it is that you are trying to be successful at you have to change your mindset you can't and when things happen and this is something that's, that took me quite quite a few years to learn, but I got it now. When things happen, never think about the negative aspect. Never think, like, I lost a job before, and, and I wasn't upset about it. And people couldn't understand why I wasn't upset. And I said, because I know God has something better. Absolutely. Okay? And Absolutely. sure enough... 
there was something much, much better waiting for me in the wings. He had to move that, that thing out of the way so that I could get to what he had for me. And that's what I mean yeah. by being open and staying positive. There's always, every time, when I look back over my life, every time something happened that I took as a bad thing turned out to be the best thing for me. Absolutely. Over and, and as over. you go through these things, you know, your spirit of discernment begins to really strengthen. And then, and then that's when you see the floodgates really start to open. Amen. And I'm just going to tell you a really quick um a really quick story or example of exactly how that, you know, transpired in, you know, into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we know about the weight loss. We know about the diagnosis and I let it get the better of me. And then it started spiraling out of control. So I took control and then one thing started leading to another. Well, the very first person that I ever was mentored by in the fitness industry, somebody that, you know, I held very, you know, near and dear to me. And I thought, oh, this is it. I can't believe this has happened. This is phenomenal. This person has such a huge platform. This is it for my life. This must be what God wants for me. And everything seems to be going in the right direction. Wrong. Horribly wrong. The relationship um, ended very, very badly. And I was extremely, extremely emotionally hurt. And I was very fortunate that through that relationship, though, I had met some really, really good people. Um, one of them is one of the listeners that's, you know, tuning in tonight, and she actually mentored me spiritually, and she said to me, you know, Christine, her and another friend of mine, so this is actually your defining moment. If you were taken out of that situation, it was for a reason, and this is your defining moment. That was just the pre-gaming. That was just the preface mm-hmm. of what is actually intended for you. And then she told me, everybody must experience their Judas kiss before they can be resurrected. Mm. And I, wow. that saying has stayed with me. Everybody must experience the Judas kiss before their resurrection. And it is so true because with the one person, I would have been boxed in, building their dream, building their empire. And lo and behold, here I am. This happened, who, what, in May? Wow. So we're not even one full year later. And I've managed to somehow, it just happened without me pushing for it, developing my own PR firm, being with another personality with an even larger platform, mm-hmm. and then, you know, forging forward with Zach and being the president of our REG Foundation, in addition to my PR firm, in addition to the clients. I mean, I've met some really phenomenal people that have had my back the entire way. And just, you know, shout out to Chubb Rock. He's an amazing man. And I absolutely lean on him a lot for a lot of wisdom. And he's just a great guy. He's right there locally in Atlanta, Georgia. And that's another person I have a lot of respect for. You know, so many years in the game, and he's still on his hustle and his grind. Mm -hmm. But very spiritually grounded and very awakened. (laughs) You know, so I've met some really, really good people. And I'm very fortunate. (laughs) Yeah, you know. So that's how that happens. You know, that's how that happens. Just because one thing happens does not mean... That's not your end-all, be-all. Where exactly. you are right now is not does not determine your final destination. It does not determine. No as long as you breathe, there's always another chance, another something coming your way. It's as long as you are on this side of the dirt, as I like to say. There's Correct. always a chance. There's always something. You just have to remain open. You know, and, right. and by open I mean ready and 
and that discernment to know when this is the right thing or not, or maybe I need to leave mm-hmm. that alone or put that on a back burner because this here is more important right now kind of thing. And you will know. You will Absolutely. know. And I believe I said, I said to you the other day, I said, you know, here's the thing. If you have certain gifts or certain talents, okay, and, you know, and if God gives you the breath to wake up in the morning, that's a gift. Okay, he does not have to do that. The world owes you nothing. It was right. here first. So every day that you have above ground, that is a gift. That is something that is given to you, and you are to do something with it. Okay, mm-hmm. so when you endeavor to do things, whatever your gift is, if you are not using it to create that legacy and impact the world around you and be able to pay it forward and mentor other people and help other people, that to me is blasphemy. You have gifts you're not using, you're not paying it for, that's blasphemy. You were given those gifts, and then you were given a timeline here on the earth to be able to use those gifts. So use them, okay? Use them. Take back control of your life and really think about what talents you have and what you could bring to the table. And, you know, for all of the upcoming artists, for anybody out there in the entertainment industry, whatever it is, you know, it doesn't even matter what industry you do, whatever it is that you endeavor to do, whether it's weight loss, Okay, whether it's starting your own business, whether it's getting into the music or entertainment industry, do it for the right reasons. Do it for the reasons you're passionate about and think about the legacy that you want to leave. Because if you are doing it for immediate gratification, be happy with that because that's all you're going to get. You need to be endeavoring what type of legacy am I leaving? What footprint am I leaving in this world? And beyond that, it, it's not going to be as instant as you might want it to be either because oh, no, it doesn't just come <laughs> to you. Nothing in life comes to you. You have to go get it, meaning you have Correct. to do the work to get where you want to be. Okay? that's Correct. that. You can, we can't leave that part out. If you think just because you have talent that you're going to be a star, uh-uh. It doesn't oh, work that way. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. What you don't see you know, that's like people say, oh, you know, they like to look at me and say, oh, well, she lost all that weight and, and you know, and, and all things come so easy for her. No, what you don't see is, you know, the four to five years previously of all of the struggle and all of the tears and all of the, you know, the decisions that I had to make along the way and really make some very hard decisions and the struggle between, you know, you get this guilt of, well, I shouldn't be doing this for myself because, you know, I'm a mom and my son needs my time. However, how much more time am I taking away from him if I should die early and I don't go to the gym and do this for myself Mm -hmm. and I don't go ahead and spend the money so that I can eat properly. Right. You know, those are very hard decisions. So, but people don't understand that it's not an overnight thing. The first step is changing your mindset. The second step is recognizing what talents do you have that you could put forth Mm -hmm. and nothing in this world, you know, Hey, things will happen for you. But that's once you have the discernment and you put the work out to get it done. And then things start happening just, you know, the thing is, is that once your mind is open, mm. it's not that you necessarily were endeavoring to do this side or the other. You just have your eyes open that you're able to see the opportunity. Exactly. And then go for it and work and work hard. But but I will say that you need to know what your passion is. Okay. Yes. You need to know yes. what your passion is. Because once you know what, what that is, you can build the rest you build everything else around that you can plan your business around that you know like I said earlier I'm a giver I like making people feel good I like helping people get to their next step or or whatever the case may be 
So for, mm-hmm. for me, and then music, my passion is music. I don't play an instrument. I don't sing. Actually, I used to think that I wanted to sing, but I don't sing. And and so, but still, music has always been there. Music, from the time I knew what music was, has been extremely important in my life. Okay, I want to. I want to have it. You know. And so to do this radio station was just the best, okay? And mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. To, to pick independent artists, the reason why we do independent artists is because they need the help. If you're top right. 40 or you're with a major record label, you don't need my help. There's nothing I can really do for you. But if you're an independent artist and you want people to hear your music and you want people to know where you are so they can come out, you know, if they like you, they love you, they want to come out, they want to see you, you can tell them where you're going to be. You can, they can hear you, you know, on the, on the internet. Um, you know, it is, it's to me, that's helping. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. The other part of, of having a radio station and God gave me this, is to help children because Children's World mm-hmm. of Music will help children to figure out what their passion is related to music and the arts, okay? And whatever they do, if it's uh, they can do a show, if they if they're a broadcaster, you know, they want to be a newscaster or uh, a host of a show, or uh, they want to make music or play music, write music, whatever it is they do, we have an outlet. Because we have WDGP radio. Okay, Correct. so everything works. And you know how works... I feel about that program. We oh, God. That <laughs> yeah, but everything works hand in hand. You see how God set that up? You yes, see how absolutely. he set that up? He set that up. The absolutely. station came first and then the nonprofit came after that. But it's just all going to work together. And then. And, and then, you know, and then you and I meet, and I tell you, and it just so happens that I'm the president over the REG Foundation, I know, right? Which is very big on, you know, non-profit organizations, you know, charitable things, and being able to help to foster and grow, because we want, you know, to have that community outreach, and you know, yes. you want to be known for that, because again. You know, like Zach, his big thing is also, you know, you can have all the bling and all the artists and, and then all that's very fleeting. But what is the legacy that you're leaving in the world? Mm-hmm. What is the culture that is associated with your life's work? That's right. very important. Very important. Yes. Very important. You know. you know, so you want people, you know, always think about, okay, well, when I, when I die, what will people say at my eulogy? Oh, mm-hmm. well, she, you know, she had a lot of money and she had a lot of cash and she was a real go-getter. You know, that's wonderful. But what, how did she impact the world around her? What significant differences did she really make in the world and the communities mm-hmm. around her? Exactly. Exactly. That <sighs> lives on. <laughs> Great stuff. You know what? We've been talking for a while and um you know i had to ask you who were some of your favorite independent artists yes. and <laughs> you gave me a couple of names so i want to uh take a moment and just play one of them okay <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> now you said you I like gangstar I right? love Gangstar. That's like that's a throwback. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, so we're gonna hear a moment of truth. Yes. Okay. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Thank you. <laughs> 
It has come to our attention that a mysterious force is loose somewhere in outer space. The mysteries of creation are there. Up in the sky? Up in the sky. The moon and the planets are there. And new hopes for knowledge and peace are there. And therefore, as we set sail, we ask God's blessing on the most hazardous and dangerous and greatest adventure on which man has ever embarked. To evil factors, demonic chapters shall be captured by kings through the storms of days after. And to the earth from the sun through triple darkness to blast you with a force that can't be compared to any firepower. For its mind power shared, the brain wave causes vessels to circulate like constellations reflect at night off the lake. Word to the father and mother earth, seeking everlasting life through this hell for what it's worth. Look, listen, and observe. And watch another sea cycle pulling my peeps to the curb. Heed the words, it's like ghetto-style proverbs. The righteous pay a sacrifice to get what they deserve. Cannot afford to be confined to a cell. Brainwaves swell, turning a desert to a well. Experience the best teacher. Fox will spray like street sweepers. Little daddy street preacher, illustrious feature. Narrator you select, accompanied by deck, plus the DJ you respect. The seven and a half combined over the front line. The ten percenters promoting slander in the airtime. Bear in mind, jewels be the tools of the trade. Sharp blades, heavenly praise, and dues are paid. Above the crowds, above the clouds, where the sounds are original. Infinite skills create miracles. Warrior spiritual, above the clouds. Raining down, holding it down. Yeah, I leave scientists mentally scarred. Triple extra large, wild like rock stars who smash guitars. Poison bars from the guards, bust holes in your mirage. You catch a charge, shake them down like the riot squad. Invade your zone, ruin like ancient Rome. I span the universe and return the earth to claim my throne. The maker, owner, plus soul controller. Ayatollah, rest in the sky, the clouds my sofa. Stand like colossus, regardless to whom or what. Numerous attempts in my life. To trust, who but us to supply it with the fire, the burning truth, 150 absolute proof on the mic, like Moses spoke in Golden Squad, survivor of the oldest tribe whose soldiers died. I know the five families, we shed tears and mourn, but our hands are on the arrow because the battle's still on. Sound the horn, we come rumbling through the function, precise laser beam technique to touch something when we die hard, to build a monument to honor us with. Humongous effect in the world, we could have conquered it. Where the sounds are original, infinite skills create miracles. Warrior spiritual, above the clouds, raining down, holding it down. Above the clouds, above the clouds, where the sounds are original, infinite skills create miracles. Warrior spiritual, above the clouds, raining down, holding it down. Clouds from Moment of Truth, Gangster Girl. You got taste. <laughs> Love it, don't I know? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for picking that. I love it, love it, love it. <laughs> All right. 
Oh, thank you so much. I'm really enjoying the conversation, and I think it's important that, you know, people, you know, we talk so much, just, you know, talk, 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 and, you know, sometimes I realize, like, after speaking with you, then you go on social media, and you look at all this this buffoonery, Mm. you know? Mm. (laughs) You look at all this buffoonery on there. I'm like, you know, does any of this really matter? Where is the substance? So it's it's really refreshing to be able to have somebody like you who's not afraid to you know, veer away from the buffoonery and actually talk about things of substance, things that could, you know, help people because that's what it's about. Amen. Being able to take your gifts, your talents, your platform, you know, that you've been fortunate to be blessed with and get that outreach out there to you never know whose life you're going to impact. Exactly. You, you know, and that and that's why I try to stay transparent too, because your story impacts others. You know what I'm saying? Whatever yes, you right. go through that you survive or you overcome is encouraging to the next person who may be going through something that's not even as deep as what you went through. And they look at you and say, well, wow, if she can overcome that, I can surely overcome my little problems, you know? Absolutely. And, and, Absolutely. And, yeah, and it's all about when we talk about changing the mindset, you know, there's certain stages that you go through. And so, in, you know, in my transformation – with, you know, and it's a complete mind, body, soul. People, all they focus on is like the outward transformation. Mm-hmm. Oh, you lost 150 plus pounds. Oh, you look fantastic. You know, that's wonderful. But to me, that was just the fringe benefits. That's right. the side effect mm-hmm. of the inner transformation. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, your happiness, your peace, your, you know, that's an inside job. Amen. That's not for anybody else to bring you. That is an inside job. Mm-hmm. So what happens as you begin to transform, you go from victim to now you are a warrior, mm-hmm. to now you're a champion, uh-huh. and then ultimately what you should strive to be doing is to become a mentor. So you go from victim to warrior to champion to mentor, and those are the stages. Amen. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh my Everything goodness. else that happens in your life because of that, those are just the fringe benefits from putting, you know, your best foot forward, putting in the work, putting in the time, having the right mindset. And it's not that things come easy. You have to put in the work, you, have you know, to but put the work has work. to start on yourself first because you have to be open and you have to be ready to receive all of the other things that are going to start happening because it's going to happen. The floodgates are going to, you know, open. I'm here to tell you that. You're here to tell them that. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. But you have to be ready for it. You have to be ready. You have to be ready. And you have to stay grounded, okay? You know, Absolutely, and stay humble. That's why I, I, I speak about the personal relationship. You have to maintain that. You have to, be, you have to realize that you are the son or the daughter of God. You have to understand Correct. that. Just like you have a relationship with your natural mother and father, you have to have a relationship with God, too. You have to give him his time. You have to... Ask him for what you need, okay? Not that he doesn't know. He knows what you need. But he wants right. you to depend on him. because, and, and that's the other thing that I learned through life. When you depend on him, okay, you just tell him what. And you don't have to, you know, uh, the old-time people, they they pray. Mm-hmm. They, they do what you call tarry. They tarry. Oh, Father, please. <laughs> Father, please. God, I need. God, this. Please, Jesus. God, this. Okay, that's fine. I mean, that's what they did. That's what they knew. But what I know is once you ask him, you have to believe that it is done. Okay? Yes. And not yeah. only that, you have to believe that if 
it is meant if it is the best thing for you it will be done in other words if it's not done don't fret about it and don't keep harping on it you have to let it go because that's not meant for you that's not what he had planned because he he has planned our paths for us from before we were even an atom in our mama's womb okay that is correct So if it's not for you, no matter what you feel you want, if that's not for you, that prayer will not be answered. That's first and And foremost you need to understand. Sometimes you will harp on it and you will fixate on it so much that he says, okay, Uh and you will manifest it. And guess what? Because it was not part of his plan, it will be an epic And when you are thinking about things, you know, think about the reasons why you want them. Don't think about like the material aspects. Think about mm-hmm. the longevity of it. Think about the impact to your life, to the surrounding people's lives around you. And when you pray, you should not be praying for specific things. Right. I particularly pray, give me the discernment to know yes. that when you have opportunities Amen. for me, that I will know in my spirit that that is the right yes. thing for me. And exactly. I will know in my spirit which things to take a pass on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, every day I ask, I, I pray that prayer. You know, I say, whatever path you have for me, alter my steps wherever you need me to be, to go, to do, I'm ready. Okay? Whatever it yes. is. And I'm telling you, since I started living my life that way, it's been marvelous. I'm right. telling you, I don't yeah. get it, it, stressed it's a out. Very, and, it's very liberating. Yes. It's very you know, liberating. It's, it's too. almost like. You don't, yeah. you know how the uh, it says you should be in the world, but not of the world. Absolutely. That's how I feel. I'm in the world, but I'm not of it. I don't fixate on all the neg. Like if you look at the news, oh my God, you would just be depressed 24 seven, mm-hmm. 365. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I do listen to the news per se, but not to that degree. I listen to the news to see what's happening in my neighborhood, what's happening in my community, what's happening in the community of the world. But I don't focus on all the little things like who killed who, how many, you know, all of that craziness. I, I don't have time for that. You know, no, I, I don't no, have time. There's too many other things in the world. It's going to and, and, you know, and fixating on those things. How is that really going to like I said, that's fixating on the negative, And when you start to fixate on negative energy. You know, like attracts like. Yes. So when you start to fixate on that negative energy, that is what's going to keep on popping up in your life. That's what you are attracting. What you put out is what you're going it's to get back. You're going to get. You know, and when we talk about the spirit of discernment, you know, also have the discernment to know that you need to have accountability. Let's uh-huh. not get it twisted. Just because you want something or you want the spirit of discernment, things are not just going to automatically plop into your lap. Mm-hmm. Number one, you need to take accountability. Mm-hmm. Okay. And take accountability for your actions. Take it because you know if I were to sit here and be like, "Well, I was a victim because you know uh, my you know my son was diagnosed." No, I chose okay to self-medicate myself through food. I did that. Nobody put that food in my mouth. Nobody said, "Okay, I'm going to strap you to this chair and I'm going to shovel food in your mouth until you become 350 pounds." And when you learn to accept accountability, that's very liberating. 
is very liberating because you're no longer a victim. You're exactly. taking accountability and you're taking back control of your life. So stop looking at everybody else and everything else. Oh, because of this, because of my circumstances, or I grew up here, or I only had one parent. There are plenty of successful people out there that did not have all of the advantages. But they took accountability and they knew what to do when opportunities were presented. And when opportunities weren't presented, they made them. All right. Say it again. (laughs) (laughs) Say it again. Make your own. And and keep on trucking. There's plenty that goes on in your daily life and and goes on in my daily life that I'm sure are some very serious stressors. And if mm-hmm. we let it get the better of us and we did not definitely. take accountability and just keep it moving, mm-hmm. we would definitely go under. We would not be able to be productive. Exactly. But that goes back to what I was saying about knowing your passion, too. Because yes. if if you truly can do something to earn a living that you're passionate about, it's not like working. No, you it's just, not. You just have not. fun. And that's when you know that you're an entrepreneur because an entrepreneur is never an employee. Exactly. You just have fun doing what you do. You know, Exactly. Like, and people think, well, entrepreneur means that you're just doing it solely. No, 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 no. No, no. Entrepreneur does not mean that, you know, you're doing it solely by yourself or that you don't have to bring in, you know, the partners or investors. That's perfectly okay. Mm-hmm. But when you're doing what you love to do and you don't have the spirit of being an employee, you're still entrepreneur. You have to. Have, it's a mindset. It's a mindset. It's not a certain status because you've accomplished this, that, or the other. It's the mindset. Exactly. Exactly. You know, when I think about when um, I first started this station almost six years ago now, in the beginning, yes, I worked really hard because I had children to take care of. Right. And so I would go to a day job and then I would come home and work another eight to 10 hours on Mm -hmm. the station, on promotion, on uh, contacting artists, on, you know, downloading music and uploading music to the to the uh, station and just lots of stuff that kept me busy. And sometimes I didn't even get not even an hour, not even a good 60 minutes of sleep in a 24-hour period, but I did it because I loved what I was doing. It had to be done in order for me to be viable, in order for me to still be here today. But doing those things and laying that foundation, now it's so much easier for me. You know, I I have specific times to do specific things, and I don't have to use all of my time dealing with the radio station i can donate some of my time to trying to build up children's world of music okay and mm-hmm. i can donate my time to assisting others in their endeavors okay so i i said all that to say that yeah once you get it down once you lay that foundation which is so very very important whatever that foundation is for you sometimes it may be just learning particular things uh doing some research or, you know, promoting or, right. you know, whatever it is that you, you have to do to lay that foundation so that you can then, instead of working 24 hours, you can work five or six hours, mm-hmm. okay, because a day or a week Because you have to do what you have to do until you get to do what you love to do. Exactly. And, you know, one of the things, too, is that when you also have that, that wisdom, when you begin to really, really open up and dig deep and figure out what your passion is, like your passion 
Okay. <clears throat> it's not about what pe- we get so caught up in titles. Mm-hmm. We get very caught up in labels, but that's not the core competency of our passion. Right. So for instance, you could very easily get caught up in the label of, okay, well, I like to be a nurse. No, it's not that you, you have that particular title. If you love to be a nurturer, you love to be a, exactly. giver, a giver, which is a relatable skill and a mm-hmm. transferable skill into all other areas of your life. Exactly. Because that's your passion. Mm-hmm. You see the difference? Yes. It's not the label of being it's a nurse. It's label. your core passion of that nurturing the qualities of being a nurse mm-hmm. that you can then take and apply, and apply into to every area else. of your life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And people have to understand <laughs> that because we get so caught up in these mm-hmm. titles and so caught up in, well, I like to do sales and marketing. So they think very one-track minded. They're very like career motivated, like lateral moves. And okay, I've, I've got to be a director or nothing else. Mm. Well, you don't have to be really? a director. You don't have to be a director <laughs> for somebody else's empire. You could still be growing your own dreams. Exactly. You know, have that wisdom and that knowledge to know, well, what is your true passion out of that? Is it to be a director for somebody else's corporation? What is the true core competencies of that passion? How can you take that? And then trickle it out into your life around you. Mm-hmm. So true, girl. You're giving some good, 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 good information. <laughs> <laughs> like I knew you, you know, would. Yeah, don't get caught up on the titles. You know, oh, my I'm gosh. I'm a title person. When I was young, when I was young and I was up and coming, you get caught up in that. Oh, well, I'm very good at this, that, or the other. So I aspire to go to the top of the ladder of this corporation. Mm-hmm. So do you want to spend all those years and work and, you know, toiling away to build somebody else's dream? Or do you want to take your passions and live your own? Right. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I choose the ladder. <laughs> I choose the ladder. I want to enjoy you know? my time on this plane. Okay. I want to enjoy myself and I want to make a difference. I want to make an impact. Okay. Absolutely. So you have to you have to decide what it is you want. Okay? And then you have yep. to prepare yourself for what it is you want. Correct. By doing the work, whatever that is, whatever it is you need to do, do it. Okay? Whatever. Yep. You know, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just giving you some guidelines to help mm-hmm. you get there. Okay, because well, I what it is you're going to do, you have to know you're going to have to roll up your sleeves and you're going to have to do work. Oh, and it's definitely. all of that behind the scenes stuff that, you know what, it's not very sexy. No, it's not sexy to stay at 24, <laughs> 48 hours endeavoring to do something. That's not sexy. But you <laughs> know what? The monetary even. gain and the love and the passion that you have for it and everything else that comes along with it after you've done all that work, that's pretty sexy. That's pretty <laughs> sexy, baby. Listen. I'm telling you, you know, there's nothing better. For me, okay, I live for Saturdays, mm-hmm. all right? Because on Saturday, I get to bring you all this great music. I get to bring you wonderful <laughs> guests who can impart some knowledge and wisdom on you, like Miss Christine, okay? And I, I get to just play and have fun. I mean, you know, and, and I'm doing a service even with this. I'm doing a service, to somebody who's listening, okay? Oh, absolutely. You don't know who your outreach is to. You don't know who you're impacting. I mean, you could have just ignited or sparked something in somebody else, whether it be for, you know, health conditions that they take that and they run with it, or, Mm -hmm. you know, they've been living a life that they know is not designed for them and they just haven't had 
the courageousness to really step out and start thinking, well, what are my passions? You know, do I want to be stuck here with this title and this company? Or what is the core competency of my passion? And how could I take that and run it over into every area of my life? Right. And, you know, there's something else I want to say to age is not a factor. Okay. It doesn't matter if you're 20 or 120. (laughs) As long as you have breath and you have your mental faculties, you can do and be whatever it is you want to be. You can reinvent yourself every year if that's what you want to do. I knew you were going to say that. You're taking my sentence. I always say that. You can reinvent yourself at any age as long as you have a breath in your body. Exactly. That's a new opportunity. Yes. It's true. You know, I was, oh, how old was I? So you figure uh, my son was diagnosed at 18 months. Um, I was well into my, I was like 34 when I had him. I was a late bloomer. And then when I started my whole weight loss journey, I was like 41 years old. I didn't even start till I was 41 years old to even lose the weight. Wow. Now, who would think at 41 years old, number one, I could have said, well, I can only go this far. Mm-hmm. And I could have started thinking of all the excuses of why I couldn't and started being a victim. Uh-huh. But as it started to happen, I said, well, I've lost, you know, 50 pounds. Let me, let me try to go for like another 25 because that's what happens. You start to get, you know, you stay proud, you know, mm-hmm. you're proud, mm-hmm. but you're never satisfied. Right. You know, right. so you're always hungry, hungry for more. And so now here I am, and I'll say it, I don't care. You know, I'm 44 years old, going to be 45 years old, and I feel better, and my life is in control, and sometimes it just takes that long before you can get that kind of wisdom. Amen. <laughs> That's right. If, if you're younger, take what we're saying now. Don't wait till you're don't 45. Wait. Exactly. If you are 45 or older, it means nothing. It means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. <laughs> Girl, I love you. You are yeah, my soul sister. Do you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Truly. And this is what happens in the laws of the universe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when portals start to open up, you get put together with people and you just connect and it just happens very naturally, as it should. Nothing should be forced. Oh, my gosh. It's so great. Okay, so I want to play another song. And when we come back, we're going to talk about R-E-G. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about R-E-G. I am very excited about R-E-G and the R-E-G Foundation and the things that this man, this he's like he's like the Wizard of Oz to me at this point. The things that he is doing in Atlanta are just phenomenal, and yeah. I'm very excited to talk about it. Uh, yes. Okay, so this is another one of your uh, favorite artists. Yes. <laughs> uh, Basel. I'm maybe yes. that I may be mispronouncing the name, but this song is flaws. Okay. Yes. Thank All you. All right. So we'll be right back. When all of your flaws and all of my flaws are laid out one by one. Wonderful part of the mess that we made We pick ourselves undone All of your flaws and all of my flaws They lie there hand in hand Ones we've inherited, ones that we learned They pass from man to man There's a hole in my soul I can't feel it, I can't feel it And 
different genres and how you're very eclectic and very varied um, with the music that you play and how you support all artists because your core passion is supporting the artist, you know, period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not boxing yourself into one demographic and that's very important that people understand that too is it may be what's hot, trendy, flashy, but don't box yourself into what's hot, trendy now. Really, really branch yourself out and open yourself up. Here's the thing. Music is universal. Okay? Correct. So, there are, I don't even know how many genres. There are so many genres of music. But I can honestly say that in every genre I've ever heard, there are songs I love. Okay? Yes. And just yes. like I do, so do other people. You know? And, Absolutely. You know, it's not about being in the top 40 or even the top 100. It's about living your passion. It's about yes. making the kind of music that you make, which is why I love independent artists because you you can make one artist can be make a country song, mm-hmm. a R and B song, a gospel song, a jazz song. You can do whatever you want to do, whatever you feel at the time, because that's what life is. We don't always feel one way or another. There are right. many facets to life, and there's music to go with every facet. 
okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so. And that's why I love music. I love music. I've always surrounded myself with music and I and I like all types of music, just like you, all different types of genres of music. It's not just one way or another because, you know, society says, Well, you come from this ethnic background or demographic yes. so this is what you should be listening this is to. What you should hear no, only. it's what inspires my soul and what you know, what it motivates me to do. And everybody has some of the happiest memories in their life, like certain songs. Exactly. You know? And you know what's best for me is when a listener sends me an email or leaves a comment on the website or on our Facebook page about how they never even considered a particular genre of music. But when they listen to WDGP, they find themselves tapping their foot to all kinds of music. Outside of That's their a beautiful thing. That's very beautiful. Range. So you're broadening the minds and opening the minds exactly. of people who may not have even been exposed to that type of music. Yes. And you're giving That's that artist best. exposure to different groups of people that they may not have had the opportunity to be exposed to before. Exactly. That's the best. Mm-hmm. You know, it is it's beautiful. You are right. Universe, music is a very universal language, and that's something that everybody understands. You know, even if they don't understand the dialect of it, they mm-hmm. understand how it makes them feel, how, how the makes, sound, how the beat, yes. how the rhythm makes them and, feel. And then that's the other beautiful thing about music. We all bring our own interpretations to it. Right. I've, I've had artists it come mean, on. You could take one song. I mean, something different to everybody. Exactly. I've had artists, many artists come on and say when they wrote a song, they were in a particular space, and this was to express that feeling. But listeners will hear it, and they will take something totally different. They will, Whereas the writer who, was, who wrote the song was coming from a tragic place, and they were sad, and this, that, mm-hmm. and the third. But somebody else can hear it and be uplifted. Absolutely, and that's why I'm very a big a big fan, a big proponent of, of you know your nonprofit organization and you know giving music to kids. I think it's a real shame that you know a lot of the public schools, the first program that's being taken out is music. I know. When music, you know, they don't realize music actually helps to enhance you know a child's life. It helps it enhance does. their thinking, their learning, their exactly. growing. It helps to really mold and shape them. Yes, it on definitely who going to be. helps with logic, and because it helps with logic, it helps with math in particular and science because it it is logical you know what's the next logical note here what's the next logical thought of my lyrics what am i trying to convey it's it's all about the mind right (laughs) it all comes back (laughs) you want these kids to be able to have the out you know the outlet and the art form of expression and you're taking that away and it's something that is very important to be given back especially urban children because they have so little okay they don't even really have playgrounds like they used to you know and so they need Mm -hmm. an outlet they need something to do that's creative that will keep them out of trouble that will you know help enhance the rest of their lives because that's well, what it does. they're not developing the social skills needed. They're not developing any other skills because, you know, you know, it's, and I just went to a lecture on this in a university and it's, well, you know, it's very interesting to see that, you know, you see a lot of these companies where in a lot of these areas where there's certain skill sets for work that are in very high demand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, years ago you would never really see that. Well, that's because, you know, we're taking out all like these hands-on activities, these group activities, you know, such as music for creativity. And, mm-hmm. you know, you never know how you're impacting a child's life or sparking the creativity in their, in their mind, just mm-hmm. through music and through social interaction. Right. So what's happening is a lot of these children, instead of being in social group settings, 
they are now in a basement somewhere as a recluse sitting behind a video game or a latchkey yes. kid with oh one parent God. going yes. home with no exposure yes. to any type of positive group activities or environment. So it's very important, and, I, and it's, it's something that I'm very passionate about, to give back to the community. And mm. so I know that myself, and I've already talked to Zach about it, and he said, that's why I brought you this. Because, you know, R.E.D. wants to be a very big part of that, you know, giving music back to the community and especially to children of certain, you know, demographics that may not have had that opportunity before. Right. Due to whatever economic circumstance or whatever the case may be, you know, there's so many reasons for people to not have. <laughs> there's, and there's, there's no reason why they shouldn't when you have a lot of talent out there in the exactly. world. And people that can give back and can provide that to the children. Thank you so much. I love what you're doing. Now, that's one component of revolutionary entertainment. Tell us uh, some more mm -hmm. about the company. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the company is so multifaceted. Um, of course, it started off just, you know, as revolutionary um, entertainment, and it has now morphed and grown into this, this huge empire. And I'm just so very, very proud of Zach because, it has a very strong presence um, in the Atlanta area, and they're even going, you know, global. Mm -hmm. So the latest endeavor underneath REG Entertainment is, you know, they have purchased 219 acre, acres um, in, in what is known as like a typically a depressed area of Atlanta, Georgia, but it's getting ready to undergo a renaissance and a beautification with the compound that he's building out there. Mm -hmm. So essentially, you have REG, uh, Revolutionary Entertainment Group, as the parent company. Right. And then underneath the Revolutionary Entertainment Group heading, you've got all of the subsidiary divisions. So you have REG Films. You have REG Record Label. Uh -huh. You have REG Talent and Modeling Agency. Uh -huh. You've got, you know, broadcast, media. You've got the uh, the portion of the foundation with the outreach into the community and non-for-profit organizations and helping uh, also underneath the foundation up-and-coming artists and up-and-coming entrepreneurs and giving back into the community and having those people, you know, we, we want entrepreneurs in the Atlanta area. We want to be able to help to, to grow that area and, you know, and I told Zach, you know, what you're doing is not just creating this compound of entertainment and working studios. You're giving hope to, you know, a demographic area that may not have had hope. You're giving a way for these people to be able to work and provide for their families mm -hmm. and enrich the area around it. So, you know, you're taking your passion and you're creating that legacy and you are giving back to the community and making that impact. So yes. this particular compound is going to be enormous. One side of the compound, you're going to be having, of course, all of the business offices. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have live working studios. So you're going to have the record label. You can go into the production studios and record your tracks, record your records. You're going to have the film studios to go in and do films on any level, not just high-end films. But if you're an independent filmmaker, mm -hmm. you, know, you can go in there and be able to use the studios um, at different rates and, and make your films. Wow. Then you're going to have the other side, which is the entertainment complex, which is going to have restaurants, it's going to have resorts, it's going to have a high-tech cinema, a high-tech theater, and so there's just so many components that are going on, and they've already purchased the ground, and they're already clearing, and they're already breaking ground, so it's, it's going to be enormous. Um, Atlanta and the city is going to benefit tremendously. That so is it's going so to bring an influx of tourism. I'm so proud of, of him. Finance. Oh my I'm gosh. so proud of him. I I am so proud to know that man. It, yes. it is amazing what he has done, just taking the entertainment 
you know, as far as an entertainment company and now growing it into this empire is, and his vision never changes. It never changes from how can I impact the world around me? How can I positively impact the community? Um, you know, and still be able to grow this business. And I think that's why he is just so blessed. Right. Yes. He's, yes. he's just an amazing man. So if anybody wants to be able to actually go on, you can go online to R-E-G, R-E-G-L-L-C dot net, and you can check out some of the press reels. Um, they've had people, <clears throat> some, some of the people that are over certain divisions, they participated in some of the groups in the United Nations, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then Six Speed Lingo, which is the artist that you're going to have on, I think, in another week or two from now. Yes. Um, he was at the Trumpet Awards on the red carpet. He was at the Georgia Music Awards as a nominated artist. So, I mean, they're doing big things out there. Yeah, they are. And he's a cutie, too. <laughs> Isn't he, though? He's adorable. I just said something the other day. I said, you know what? You look like, I said, you remind me of Fabulous. So I said, but cuter and younger. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so, you know, he's such a great young man, and, you know, and I told Zach all the time, I said, oh, you're a looker too there. I said, you're a cutie too. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Such a great group of guys. And, um, you know, I just wish them all the best. I'm just very, very happy to be on board and, you know, give it all I've got. I will do anything I have to do to help them really, really grow the company and to be able to help the foundation and the non-for-profit such as your Music for Children mm-hmm. and, you know, bring things on board like that and give back to the community because that's what I'm passionate about. All right. Well, girl, I tell you, time sure flies when you're having fun. I know it. I know it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're Thank you. We're going to have to create a series so we can keep on talking about know, updates right? and things that are going on. <laughs> yeah, we do need to do that. That Absolutely. would be great, actually. Um, yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much for hanging out with me this evening and, and bringing your knowledge and your wisdom and, and, you know, talking real to the people, letting them know what's really up. Uh, thank you for having me. It, you know, it's been such a pleasure and such an honor to even be in the presence of, of somebody that's just as fierce, <laughs> this fierce, empowered woman, and she wants me. So I don't know who's more, you know, more honored here. (laughs) (laughs) Girl, please. You know, and as a woman, I'll just put this out there, you know, in closing, you know, ladies, you know, be sure to tear each other down. You know, we we have a sisterhood and there's an unwritten rule out there. You know, we have to be lifting each other up. We have enough going on already that we try to combat, you know, we're trying to be moms. Some Mm -hmm. of us single moms, you know, trying to work, trying to provide a way for our children you know, and society just puts so much on us, and we should be able to be out there and uplift each other. Amen. Support each other. Yes, definitely. You know, because you are, let me just put it, if you are secure, if you are a true boss lady, and you are secure in what you bring to the table, you ain't got time to be worried about what somebody else is doing. And it you don't is. have to worry about criticizing somebody else. You're going to be able to say, that's a, you know what, she's a beautiful woman. God bless her. Yes. She wears that well. God bless Yes, girl. Yes, you do. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) Because, you know, you you are secure in yourself. So be secure in yourself, love yourself, and let's support each other. Exactly. And on that note, we're going to hear another song. This one's called Downtown, and it's by who? (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) 
So here we go. Just got that old school. Thank you so much, girl. Love you. Love you too. Downtown. Salesman's like, what up? What's your budget? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know nothing about mopeds. He said, I got the one for you. Follow me. Ooh, it's too real. Chrome down mirror, I don't need a windshield. Banana seat, I can't be on two wheels. 800 cash, that's a hell of a deal. I'm headed downtown. Cruising through the alley. Tiptoeing in the street like ballet. Pulled up. Moped to the ballet. White walls on the wheels like mayonnaise. Dope. My crew is ill. And all we need is two good wheels. Timberland, Khaled, Scott Storch, Birdman, goddamn man, everybody got Bugattis. But I'ma keep a hell in 1987, head into the dealership and drop a second cup of Kawasaki. I'm stunning on everybody, hella raw pasta wasabi. I'm so low that my scrotum's almost dragging up on the concrete. My seat is leather, I ride a line, it's pleather, but girl, we can still ride together. You don't need an Uber, you don't need a cab, fuck a bus pass, you got a moped, man. She got 1988 Mariah Carey hair, very rare, mom jeans on her derriere. Throwing up the west side as we tear in the air, stop by Pipe Place, throwing fish to a pie. Sounded like a French pimp bump back in the day. I take her to Ponderay and I watch her skate. I mean, water ski, Ali Ali oxen free. I'm perusing down forth and they watching me. I do a headstand and eagle lands on my seat. Well, hello, but baby, the kickstand ain't free. Now, do you or do you not want to ride with me? I got one girl, I got two wheels. She a big girl, that ain't a big deal. I like a big girl, I like them sassy. Going down a back street, listening to Black Street. Running around the whole town. Neighbors yelling at me like you need to slow down. Going 38, Dan. Chill the fuck out. Mow your damn lawn and sit the hell down. If I only had one helmet, I would give it to you. Give it to you. Cruising down Broadway, girl. What a wonderful view. Wonderful view. There's layers to the shit, player. Tear my suit. 